Support for this podcast is provided by Paradox, the conversational AI company helping global talent acquisition teams at Unilever, McDonald's and CVS Health get recruiting work done faster. Let's face it, talent acquisition is full of boring administrative tasks that drag the hiring process down and create frustrating experiences for everyone. Paradox's AI assistant, Olivia, is shaking up that paradigm, automating things like applicant screening, interview scheduling, and candidate Q&A, so recruiters can spend more time with people, not software. Curious how Olivia can work for your team? Then visit paradox.ai to learn more. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi there, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 439 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Last week, I attended my first face-to-face HR and recruiting technology conference for two and a half years. Unleash America took place in Las Vegas and was an incredible mix of great content and the opportunity to meet really innovative technology vendors in our space. One of the most interesting keynote sessions was a panel debate on the ethics and legal responsibility for using AI in recruiting. The panel was hosted by my fellow podcasters, Joel Cheeseman and Chad Sowash of The Chad and Cheese Show. So I caught up with them afterwards on the expo floor to find out more and get their views on the future of the industry. For anyone who's, who's listening, it's happy hour at Unleash. Yes. They've run out of Corona, which is a serious issue. Who does issue. happy hour better, the Brits or the Americans? Now that's a whole that's a whole conversation. Is that a whole conversation? Itself, I think. Yeah. Matt always says that. Matt's like, I've got a podcast for that. I don't have a podcast about happy hour, but maybe maybe I should have one. You should. I happy should. hour with that British guy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So anyway, we're, we're here at Unleash. It's happy hour. Everyone's got a beer. Just watched an excellent panel with Chad and Cheese on stage talking to the US government, which is not something I expected to see. And we're currently sitting in front of their their big, very pink sign. And they have their own little lounge area here. It's like, this is obviously what you... It's the pod pit. So guys, it's it's a pleasure to have you on this very impromptu show. It's a pleasure to be here. Just invented. Honor. First question, live events. Are they back? Oh. What, do, what do we think? Dude. So Joel and I, earlier this month, were in Belgium for uh, House of HRs, and we were astonished by the energy, not just from us, I mean, because Belgian beer, I mean, give me a break, right? But from everybody, we thought there'd be like 150 people. There were 400 plus. It was ecstatic. It was electric. And then we come in here today, and I thought Joel was going to faint because he was so excited to be back in like an expo hall. <laughs> well, first it's Vegas. And how can you not be a little <laughs> excited to be in Vegas? That's true. But yes, the, the House of HR was more of a straight conference as opposed to an expo, which this is mostly expo with sessions sprinkled in. And if you've been to the Unleashed show in Paris, which I'm assuming some of your listeners have, you know sort of the energy. But yes, it's been two plus years since I've walked into an expo hall and in 2019, I, I, I would have said to myself, I hope I never see another expo hall in my life. <laughs> That's because we were on 20 stages. Yeah, that was I was fault. so that was sick of expo way. halls and booths <laughs> and magicians and f***ing mimes and whatever. Chad's right. We walked in and it was like, 
aisle numbers, booths, the big ones in the front, the lights, yep. the energy, the salespeople ready to pitch you their product. I was, I was geeked. He was and down. I'm still geeked. Absolutely. And uh, it's great to be back. I missed you, world. Absolutely. I, you. <laughs> I, I think it, it, it kind of really underlines because we've been doing this virtually for uh, a couple of years with Zoom and all the very good technology that people have invented to try and replicate this. But I think the this really underlines just how important face-to-face is in terms of human interaction and, and meeting people and chance encounters yes. and all that kind of stuff. So do you think that we are heading to a, a hybrid world in terms of events? What does the, is the online stuff stay in or is it? Yeah, or is I, don't, it I don't know. I think, some, I, think, I think we need to start looking at online as content mm. because everybody's trying to do like live shows and it's like, no, this is going to be like on demand. You should be recording this. It should be more Netflixy. It should be something that you can binge, you can go through, right? You can you can get your um, recruiters on or, or your staff on to actually watch. I think I think what we tried to do with online was just emulate what we did in the real world, and it's not the same. And I think we know that now. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I was talking about the the, the panel that you've just done, but uh-huh. it's such a fascinating topic. It was all about AI. You had someone from the U.S. government on stage it was very impressive and someone running talent acquisition so it was a great it was a great combination tell us about the panel why that topic why now and and what did you learn from doing it well for one every freaking booth in the show (laughs) has either ai in the name in the booth in the collateral pieces or the powerpoint that's in in permanent rotation in the booth so ai is on top of everyone's mind it's on everyone's shopping list and there are risks in buying AI um, in, in America as well as Europe. So we felt it was really important to say, look, AI is great. Everyone's touting it. Everyone's shouting it from the mountaintops. But let's be careful. Let's not discriminate. Let's, let's have a, a, a big tent to let everybody in and make sure that technology isn't keeping people out. So what better guest to bring on the show than the commissioner of the EEOC, to come on with us and talk about these issues and, and provide some clarity to questions that, that uh, employers have these days. And everybody is, they, they're slapping AI on everything from a platform standpoint, but they're also slapping DEI on every platform yep. that's out there. So as Joel talks about bias, it's like, okay, let's talk about what could prospectively happen at scale, right? And, and to be able to have a practitioner and then also, you know, somebody from the EEOC. And, and Keith um, is not your normal uh, government employee or, or spokesman. He literally wants to get out there and, and talk to the, the crowds about these perspective dangers, right? And provide guidance and then also help them understand what enforcement looks like, which, you know, the, the carrot of the stick. Did you see the keynote this morning or were you uh, busy, no. you're busy podcasting? So it was Mark Blythe, academic, I think he's a professor of international political economics or, or, or something like that. First of all, he was Scottish and it's brilliant to see someone <laughs> Scottish opening an American, um, an American conference. I, I sense a little bias in your love for this guy <laughs> as, <laughs> as, as an Edinburgh report me, resident. Report me to the EOC immediately. <laughs> um, and he was very funny. But he, it, interestingly, he was really kind of underlining what's actually changed, what, what the pandemic has actually changed, what the next 10 years looks like for the industry. There was a positive message in terms of it being a massive opportunity for TA and HR. Um, but as you would imagine, you know, lots of negatives, lots of challenges and things like that. And we, we find ourselves uh, 
such a sort of disruptive time with everything that's going on. And I know that you guys are sort of very close to the the industry in terms of who you talk to and what you what you do. What do you think is going to happen? How is the world that we're going through now, you know, with wars and economic crisis and inflation and all these things, how's that affecting our industry and how's that going to shape the, the next few years? And it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's not a small question, obviously. Yeah, so, I mean, we Just take a, a look at... a question. Yeah, yeah. It take, yeah. Now I don't have to think long my on this one. Oh, my God. Parts, subdivided Jesus. by... <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean... You take a look at the you take a look at the landscape today. We know that everything is bloated, it's inflated, and there's going to be some type of a pop, some type of a bubble burst, right? So I think this is incredibly important for employers right now to be able to take a look at automation so that first and foremost, they're keeping their recruiters happy so that the recruiters aren't doing all this crazy administrivia, right? Allow the system and the process to do that, and then allow your recruiters to do what they really enjoy doing, which is working with people, right? And that's not what they've done for the past decade or so, right? So I think, you know, this is this is a great way for us to step into the age of autom- automation and not say that it's going to take jobs because everybody who says that, I, I think they're just fear mongering, to be quite frank. So Chad and I are really old. And we've been through Speak two cycles. We've been through... You're a day older than me. Okay. So we've been through two of these. And this one is similar, but also very different. And I'll speak to what I think is different because I think it's the most relevant. What's different is the number of diverse companies trying to solve a myriad of problems. So in 2008, when the world uh, came to an end, everyone was mostly a job board or an ATS, and that was about it. Today we have so many, uh, so many different technologies, so many smaller companies that are more agile, uh, companies that have raised a ton of money and can sort of outlast whatever the downturn is. What I think you're gonna see is companies that do suffer, uh, those are gonna be eaten up by the apex predators and they'll be gone. The other thing that'll happen is if you're not best in breed, you're going to lose, and you're either going to get gobbled up or go out of business. So, if, if let's look at conversational AI for for a second, and and I'm I'm famous on our show for calling paradox the apex predator, right? So, if you can't provide a, a conversational AI product on par with paradox in this environment, you're going to lose because the buyer is now going to go with best of breed because they know they're going to be in business, they're going to survive the downturn. So what you're going to see at the end of this is companies that were strong today are going to be stronger at the end of it. Companies that are weak are going to be either gobbled up or disappear. Companies that have the money that can outlast it will obviously outlast it. And we'll, at the end of the day, we'll have a healthier environment of good companies that, that survive and should have survived and will thrive in the future. And the cycle will repeat itself. We'll have more, a new technology come in and more startups and more money come into the, the space. So I just want to kind of end by talking about, talking about your podcast because it, th- there may be some people listening to this podcast who, who don't listen oh, to, shut the, your mouth. to the Chad and Cheese show. <laughs> there, there may be. I say there may, there may be. So look back over the last year or so this is a horrible question to ask because if someone asked me I'd be really it'd be really annoying but who's been your favorite guest over the last 12 oh, months or your favorite ooh, your favorite hard. two guests or your most interesting over the last year yeah over, the, over the last okay. year oh, wow. over the last year that's hard I gotta look at our guests Chad's looking at the archives he can't, he can't remember who he's yeah. had on yeah 
Yeah, I mean, we do three shows a week. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's hard. Something you wouldn't be familiar with, Matt. I do T-shirts. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? This week I'm doing three shows. I'm trying this to week. get you upset. Man. Oh, I, can't. I don't get, get fired up. up. I don't he's, get upset. He's always, he's always trying. Upset. He's always trying. Yeah, I'm doing three shows this week. So. I mean, I'll make it easy and say uh, Keith Sonderling, uh, commissioner of the EOC, has Absolutely. been our best and favorite yeah. guest over the last year. That was a big get for us. So, and he's great. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think, man, it's a, that's a, that's a just a hard question. I, I think we've had. A ton of amazing guests. Uh, the thing that we've tried to focus on is getting more females on. I think Cindy O. Young, who yeah, was, was just on, she was my my next up. Yeah, yeah the uh, CHRO of uh, Robin Hood. Yeah, was on the she, show. she she was amazing. Um, I, just much like you, Matt, we <laughs> try our damnedest to get a lot of those voices that aren't being heard. Out there, and it's it, right now. You probably get as many as I do. I get like ten to twenty requests a day, right? And those are generally not great no. speakers, right? So yeah. we spend a lot of time going out and looking for those individuals. And I think one like Cindy, we 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 lucked out getting her. Final it's question: It's like picking your favorite child. Yeah, I know. It's a, know. it was a really unfair don't question because people ask me that question and I can't. <laughs> you know, I can't. I can't answer it. So I thought I'd ask it to you just to get some kind of revenge on the universe. <laughs> um, it's a so, pretty lazy so, question. So actually. final, final question again. Another lazy but oh, difficult. there's another final. Oh question. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, another lazy but difficult, <laughs> di- difficult uh, question. So presume you got in here yesterday, been here for a day. Yep. Interesting show. What surprised you the most? that you've seen today what's the most surprising thing really to me just how excited i was to be able to be back and i mean seriously probably the first two hours we did nothing but like greet people listeners friends i mean it was like a a reunion so it was like to me I knew that it was going to be exciting right i knew there was going to be some energy but there was just so much more than i expected yeah, I'd agree. I mean, our day mostly outside of the keynoting, the final session was reconnecting with friends that we have not done so in two years. Yeah. So I'll echo uh, my co-host sentiments that just the level of excitement, the attendance, um, the amount of money that vendors are putting into having nice booths and presentations um, was great. I didn't know what to expect. We've been to Unleash in Paris, which is epic. The U.S. show is not on that level, although I think it's getting there. It's getting step by step closer to that. So to to have this in America, knowing what Unleash in Paris is, and see that it's it's getting on par with what we see in Paris was really exciting for me. Absolutely, I think you know the 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 whole thing is really really illustrates kind of how important these face to face shows are in terms of you know moving the industry forward, people making connections, and just some of the great conversations that we've had. Amen, Joel, Chad. Thank you very much for talking to me. We out. We out. <laughs> My thanks to Chad and Cheese and everyone at Unleash. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow the show on Instagram. You can find us by searching for Recruiting Future. You can search all the past episodes at recruitingfuture.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list to get the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show. Thanks very much for listening. 
I'll be back next time and I hope you'll join me. This is my show. <laughs>